Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Casino Resort Studios. Live from the the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I still think uh, on the defensive side, you know, out of the portal, I think you'd need a a corner, a linebacker. Obviously, I think you would need an edge edge and an interior. So there's four. Uh, On the offensive side of the ball, I think we need another interior offensive lineman. I think we're fine at tight end. I think we're fine at quarterback. I think we need a running back out of the portal and a wide receiver. So I think that's probably pretty close to eight right there. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in a shell. We won't go in a tack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Frank, normally broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. But today, we are very pleased to be able to broadcast live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. As we are getting ready for the holiday season with you. And I know people are really excited about to get the Christmas holiday Started off with a bang, and there's no better place than to do it right here by coming by Twin Peaks. We're going to be out here till 4 o'clock this afternoon, but this is a great weekend to come on out with. Not only going to have great sporting events to watch, whether it's bowl games, whether it's simply watching some of the NBA games or any anything like that, college basketball, whatever it is. It's always great for that, but it's also a great time, Joe, for just getting your holiday season kicked off in the best way. Uh, best place to be. And Twin Peaks, you can be inside, you can be outside. It's kind of feeling good enough right now where either or works, but if it does get too cold outside, they have a fire pit, and you can sit by the fire pit. Happy hour is going to get started here at 2 o'clock, and uh, it goes on till 7 o'clock. There's a later happy hour from 10 to close. There's also bourbon and brews from 5 to 7. So there's some crossover between a couple of different specials. And uh, and then, of course, they have daily and weekly specials here at Twin Peaks. And they're doing Christmas-themed dress-up. So you can come in and see what that's all about and inquire about the specials that are going on. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And they always have great deals happening no matter the time of year. But getting in the Christmas spirit is what it's really all about. And that's what we're doing here from Twin Peaks. So, yeah, come on out and see us. I know that uh, we're going to, again, be out here for our entirety of our show, but going to have some fun talking about everything, not only in the sports world, but do a little Christmas spirit with that, too. But if you want to get in on the conversation, it's very simple to do. All you have to do is call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. I know Steve Sullivan is going to be joining us. So looking forward to catching up with him in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll get his thoughts and opinions on uh, everything going on in the state of Arkansas. And also, you know, his Christmas plans. Because I'm sure uh, he's always a busy guy and he's a big family guy. So I'm sure he'll have uh, some really great plans for that. And uh, we're also uh, going to give our picks for the weekend, too, which is going to be good. But then uh, may even have a, a Nathan Monin sighting because I just texted him. He says, yeah, yeah, I think I should be there. So <laughs> I was like, well, man, if you're going to come and hang out with us uh, uh, in the best way possible. So we'll, I'm sure, get uh, his thoughts on everything, too, and just really uh, get to the it's the last Twin Peaks lo- uh, on-location show we're doing this year. So uh, we're going to make it the best one yet. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always a great time we're here at Twin Peaks. And so, uh, it, you know, you never can go wrong. And it is special because it's right before Christmas, and it is the last one, as you mentioned. But it's always a great time here. And not only is it getting your weekend started, but it's a holiday on the other side of the weekend. So that makes it even even more special. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just great. I, I'm so excited to be here. And I know uh, it's very, very crowded here, too, which is a great thing because, you know, it's always busy time around happy hour. And uh, we'll get close to that on the happy hour specials they'll have. But uh, just to see the amount of people also dressed in their festive you know, outfits and whatnot. I mean, I thought I was walking here with a Santa hat. I thought I was going to be the most festive. But see a lot of different... Uh, Christmas sweaters and colors and outfits and everything, too. People are going to Christmas parties. It's that time of year also. And here at at Twin Peaks, they have the dress-up theme going where they have, uh, you know, some Christmas theme going on with them also. So come out and see what they have going on. But it's just always a great 
great place to be any time of year, but it's just uh, it it just means a little bit more right now, having being here at Twin Peaks, getting ready for the weekend, big sports weekend, and then it's right before Christmas, which is on Monday. So it's uh, it's really special to be here. Oh yeah. So uh, we'll tell you about everything that's happening in the sports weekend because I know there's going to be some uh, stories that possibly could end up developing as the show goes on. But uh, we'll talk some more uh, some of the big news in college football too. But uh, I'm sure you heard in the, in the sports update as well as in the intro and everything that Arkansas basketball gets back to action last night. Uh, it looks pretty terrible. In fact, Eric Musselman said the first half was absolute trash. It was garbage. It was horrible. It was nothing good about it. But uh, luckily for the Razorbacks, you play a second half, and they were able to really bounce back as they were down 35-28 at halftime, down by a touchdown, and they <laughs> st- uh, they stormed back and ended up uh, winning by a final score of 83 to 73. Scored 55 points compared to 38 uh, by Abilene Christian, and a lot of it had to do with Tremont Mark. He was just on fire last night. 25 points for him, t- 11 rebounds, so a double double for Tremont Mark. Also, Caleb Battle was able to get 18 points in. And how about Keon Minifield getting 11 points and 28 minutes of action and six total rebounds. So, uh, again, terrible first half for the Razorbacks, but the second half was much better, and they got the win, and that's really all that matters. He could be the boost that they needed, and they got him at the right time here with semester break, and and now he's ready to go. You know, going into the season, we thought that it was going to be a redshirt season for him. They wouldn't see him until next season, but maybe that's something that was always in the works. And also it was something for him, I'm sure, that was encouraging where he thought that he was going to miss this entire season. But now he's able to go here that semester, and he's taking advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, I, and that's what you want to see where uh, if you're adding a guy in the middle of the season and right as soon as the semester ends, you're kind of wondering, all right, so how is this going to look? How is this going to play out? Is he going to fit right in? Is he going to have to take a little bit of a growing pain until he can find his role on the team? And a lot of questions surrounding it, but... At least uh, in the two games, you can see that he is going to be a part of it. And I saw somebody bring it up last night. It's not the same comparison, but because wasn't Joe Johnson uh, yes. second semester? Absolutely, yeah. 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 So, uh, and not trying to say that Keon Menafield is Joe Johnson, but still, you, it shows that you can be someone who may not have played in the first semester of the school year and coming in the second semester and can make an impact. Yeah, those are rare occurrences, but they do happen, and, and when they do happen, it is in the player's best interest that they've been working hard all along and waiting on their moment to get on the court. And then once they do, you take full advantage of it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. But Arkansas is going to be off for a little bit here as they'll uh, have a game next Saturday. So about a week and a half, it'll be their final non-conference game in Bud Walton Arena. And then they'll be setting themselves up for... The great thing of SEC play on January 6th. So uh, looking forward to seeing how all that plays out and seeing uh, how this team continues to grow in development. I know people are always a little frustrated by everything, but, hey, it's it's still uh, a win at the end of the day, and that's truly all that matters. And also last night, uh, from the NFL side of things, too, had the Rams take care of business against the Saints by a final score of 30-22. to 22. So a uh, nice little home win as the Rams are getting to that winning record of 8-7 and seven currently. Saints dropped to 7-8. and eight. And uh, it, was a, it was a pretty good game if you're a big fan of offense, too, because not only did you have uh, Matthew Stafford have 328 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, but you also had Derek Carr having 319 yards passing, three touchdowns, and did finish with one interception. But uh, a lot of passing yards and a lot of offense and a higher scoring game for Thursday night. It was a good game. It was competitive, and uh, that's all you want to see now. These teams are in the mix for NFC playoff berths, and because of the Rams winning, now they're in a better position, but that doesn't take the Saints out of it. The Saints are still in position to win their division, the NFC South, and so they still have a few things to play for down the stretch. But um, overall, you can see that down the stretch of the NFL season, you can just kind of see how things are taking shape, and which teams are, are going to be eligible for the postseason and putting themselves in position for it right now? Yeah, because you have with the NFC South and where it stands, Tampa Bay and New Orleans both sitting at seven wins, obviously eight losses for New Orleans, as they did play last night. But uh, Tampa Bay currently sits atop, and even Atlanta 
is in at six and eight, so it's not like they're out of the mix completely. Uh, Carolina is, though. They're sitting at two and twelve, so not really anything to worry about there. But in the NFC West, you got San Francisco still leading the charge and still looking as strong as ever. They're at eleven and three, but LA did jump up to eight and seven. But Seattle, as we know, who uh, had, had a really good performance, a fun performance from uh, Drew Locke uh, this past weekend, and getting a victory, a, a big victory over the Eagles to uh, sit there at 7-7, seven and seven, they're still into the mix, too. So lots of it, – it's funny. There's not a lot of games to be played as far as week-to-week, but there's still a lot of things that can't happen in the small amount of time that's left in the NFL regular season. And there are a number of teams that are still in playoff contention. The ones that have been eliminated so far, Jets, Patriots, Titans. That's a, a bit of a surprise, but they're at 5-9. and nine. Commanders. Panthers and Cardinals. So just a handful of teams that have been eliminated from playoff chances at this point. Has any of those surprised you? I mean, I know you said the Titans. Is that probably the only one that surprises or you think is pretty shocking that they got eliminated already? Yeah, it is. And they could have helped themselves by getting a win over the Texans this past weekend. And they came up short. And that's ultimately what took them out. Yeah, I... I mean, it's just they have been a team where you feel like the talent can be there. You feel like the, they got the skill sets, they got good things going for them. But yeah, sitting at five and nine in a division that is for the other teams all tied at eight and six, and all three other teams, uh, the Titans not being a part of that may have been a little bit more surprising, especially considering uh, the preseason and people thinking that they they could be there in the mix. It's just the AFC as a whole. Oh, and yeah. There, there's one game that separates being in playoff contention in the AFC and in the NFC, and uh, unfortunately for the teams that are in the AFC, they need to have a little more done to this point of the season. NFC, you could have that same record and still be in the mix. Well, I'm really excited because I had a prop bet that I made on Bet Saracen before the season started for the order of finish in the NFC South. Is that's what Bet Saracen you could do. You could do all the orders of finishes for all the division. And I right as it stands, right now, you have Tampa Bay leading it, then the Saints, then the Falcons, and then the Panthers. I had it playing out to where I have the Bucks, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Panthers. So I'm really hoping that uh, Atlanta could do a little something. I'm not expecting much, but I'm just glad that it's still at least in contention to where I could win some uh, some big money from a preseason bet because that's about the only preseason bet on Bet Saracen I've been able to still hold my head up high and feel like I have a chance of winning it. Yeah, let's see what they have left down the stretch here. Um, they have the Colts coming up okay. Sunday, and then the Bears. And Saints. So Falcons and Saints, they end against each other. Okay. So that could be a very, very important game for me <laughs> if it all plays out. But also the Buccaneers, too. It's like it's not like they have a huge lead. they got to still win their games and take care of their business. And that's going to hope my uh, my boy Baker continues to, to trudge on because they got the Jaguars, then the Saints, and then the Panthers to end the season there, too. So, uh, but, you know, and you never know, man. Like, that's the whole thing. You never know what these games are going to do, especially in the divisions, especially at the end of the season. A lot of it, uh, you feel like, oh, that should be an easy win. No such thing in the NFL, especially in those division games. Saints in with two division games. They play at Tampa, so they play the Bucks at, at Tampa, and then they play the Falcons to end the season. So yeah, a lot of games to be played, but still a lot to play for in the NFL and in some of these divisions. But we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue to broadcast live from Twin Peaks here on an easy Friday show as we'll get you started not only for the weekend, but the Christmas weekend. So come on out and see us. It is a hopping place here at Twin Peaks, and we love that everybody's in uh, good spirits and all the great hall uh, festive and so much fun Christmas attire that people are rocking. So we'll continue to tell you more about that and a lot more coming up next year on Out of Bounds Live from Twin Peaks. So stay with us. This 
Texas Sports Center. University of Arkansas cornerback Dwight McLaughlin officially declared for the NFL draft on Thursday. McLaughlin, a fourth-year senior who still had another year of eligibility, had previously accepted an invitation to play in the East-West Shrine Bowl. McLaughlin was the Hogs' highest-graded cornerback the past two seasons. He had 20 tackles last season with a team-high three interceptions, six pass breakups, and three tackles for loss. Sticking with the Razorback football team, Austin Ledbetter, who spent the past two seasons as a pitcher for the Razorbacks baseball team, will transition to a walk-on quarterback for the Razorback football team. Ledbetter was a three-time state champion quarterback at Bryant from 2018 to 2020. As a senior, he threw for 3,086 yards and 41 touchdowns. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Back-to-back Elite Eights and last year the Sweet 16. How far will the team make it this season? Get the scoop on Mondays on Out of Bounds when senior point guard L. Ellis gives us his take on the basketball season. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance for your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. Hey, Penny. Oh, what's up, Santa? This old sleigh is worn out. We got you, Santa. Guadney Buick GMC is hosting the 12 Deals of Christmas. It's Guadney Buick GMC's 12 Deals of Christmas, featuring a mix of new and pre-owned vehicles with special Christmas pricing. 2023 Buick Encores, starting at just $22,900. 2023 GMC Sierras, up to $13,000 off. 2023 Acadia and Enclave, with up to $8,000 off. <laughs> but what about the interest rate, Penny? Don't worry, Santa. Select Buicks and Terrains are just 1.9%. Guadney Buick GMC is doing 1.9%? Those other dealers are going on my naughty list. (laughs) Call 501-945-4444 or visit 5700 Landers Road, North Little Rock, next to Sam's. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Stock numbers 19250-19300-19655. All offers with approved credit. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion's Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion's Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lion's Drug. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Paul Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for Rainwater. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. On 103.7 The Buzz. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Must have spent 35, 45,000 up in Tiffany's. Got a bad ass kids running around my whole crib like it's Chuck E. Cheese. Put me in the jam with an X-Men in 
appreciate everybody listening in uh, this afternoon as we are having a great time here and trying to get uh, everything put together and for Christmas. I know people are running around like chickens with their head cut off trying to make sure that for all intents and purposes, uh, Christmas shopping's done and you know, everyone's packed up to make any travel arrangements that they may do. We just saw Staten Conway who uh, came by and saw us and said that he was out doing some Christmas shopping and wanted to come by and say what's up to us in person. So it was good to see him. Yeah, definitely good to meet him in person and if you are out doing some Christmas shopping or you have some Christmas shopping to do later, Stop by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is a great place to come and uh, have a good time, whether you're trying to come here in between shopping or other things you have to do, or if you want to get those out of the way and then come on by later. Either way, it's the best place to be. Yes, it is. There's no better place, and so we appreciate them always having us out here and also uh, everybody that uh, is out here today, again, getting ready for the for the Christmas holiday and the travel and, and everything, too. So, uh, But, yeah, if you want in on the conversation, folks, you can call or text in 501-661-1037. And you can also get after us in the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback as we're talking uh, some Razorback basketball and, uh, and also the uh, NFL. But uh, like the Sun Structure Solutions 501 says, uh, if there's a bright spot about last night's basketball game, it's that we have the talent on the bench. I think he means bench and not what he actually spelled out. And the, <laughs> and the ability to come back uh, together in, as a team. So, yeah. Hey, spell check or get you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or talk to text. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah, those, those will get you. But, yeah, you're right, though. I mean... And I'm not going to try to say, oh, you should feel great about it. It's a great win. Hey, what up? But, you know, hey, you, you were down. You came back. You were, you were down by nine points in the second half. And you stormed back and won by ten. And, you know, even if it's regardless of the opponent, that's at least worth something. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice, nice point swing. But, you know, everybody's looking at who the opponent is and the way that they did start off. And just thinking about some of these sluggish starts that they have or sluggish play against some of these teams that – people feel like should be blown out and they're just kind of projecting to what it's going to look like when you get in the conference play and you play some of these tougher teams oh yeah yeah and so they got to get ready for it and it's going to get pretty crazy once sec uh, play gets really up and going uh but some other big news too from the landscape of sports but specifically college football how about this so florida state uh we talked a little bit about it yesterday as uh, chris kane was in studio with us but uh, Florida State was talking about having a meeting and discussing the future of their membership to the ACC, which you know I honestly thought that conference expansion, realignment, everyone to call it, was at least taking a little bit of a break. But it looks like that it could be revved back up with Florida State because the Board of Trustees voted unanimously on Friday to sue the ACC to challenge the legality of the league's grant of rights and its $130 million withdrawal fee, a necessary first step to plot the school's future and the potential exit from the conference itself. They said that they seek a uh, declaratory judgment against the ACC to void the grant of rights, which we know would give them uh, a right to, to get out, and a withdrawal fee as unreasonable restraints of trade in the state of Florida and is not enforceable in their entirety against Florida State. Well, we know what this is all about. Florida State is just kind of on a rampage, and they're mad at everyone, any and everyone that can be in a path of keeping them from the college football playoff. They wanted to sue the committee itself. Now they're wanting to sue the ACC. But it all stems back to them not getting in the college football playoff, which they should be a part of going yep. undefeated. But now that they're not, you know, they, they want to try to get something in return for it. Now what they get in return for it is still not going to be a spot in the playoff or not even going to be worthy to something like that. And then moving forward, there's going to be a 12-team t- playoff. So getting out of the ACC at this point doesn't necessarily help them for moving forward. It, maybe it would have helped them this year, but we'll never know on that. But moving forward, being in the ACC, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I, I, I laugh because so many times in sports, but I think this is a great example. As you said, it's like only, I mean, would this have eventually happened? Probably. You know, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that stemmed up to it. But the fact that they were unable to go to the college football playoff, and that right there is what could have such a major impact on them leaving the conference 
And as we know, one team just just simply leave a conference and everybody stays put. You know, it's, it's a rippling <laughs> effect that goes out. Uh, but for that to be the case and that to be the approach, it's like it, it's almost borderline incredible how it gets to that level of that one moment where if they would have been in the playoff, you know, if they would have been a four seed or whatever. You know, we're probably not even having this discussion right now, but because of that fact, here we are, the possibility of a major brand, too, because Florida State's a major brand of college football, and just because of that, they could be moving on and, again, have, I'm not saying it'll lead to the destruction of the ACC, but we've seen it potentially have that type of impact where it could at least really change the entire conference entirely. Now, Florida State has surfaced as far as possibly leaving before, but you know, everybody is always going to speculate when they hear about conference expansion yeah. and other conferences adding teams. And uh, and then, you know, there was a moment where the thought was that these conferences like the Big Ten, the SEC, and even the Pac-12 at that time, they were going to try to pluck the ACC. And the schools that always come up, it's always Florida State, Clemson, Miami, Vitek, they come up. So, you know, when you start thinking about the fact that they're going through this process now. It's it's not as if their name hadn't surfaced before and leaving the ACC. Yeah, it's just a matter of if and it's. I don't think it's even a matter of if. I think it's when. I think they're going to be leaving the ACC. Uh, let's just be honest. Is it this? Year, is it going to be as soon as this year? Is it going to be next year? I don't know. But the main question will be: All right, so if they leave, or when they leave, what happens? Does the the SEC come in? Does the Big Ten come in? Do they stay independent for a while? Like, what ends up being their overall? future of uh, at least in the immediate future of the conference uh, and what they seek or what are they looking for and will there be conferences that'll be you know trying to bang at the door trying to get them in and and all that like what's the negotiations going to be like it it could happen that way but the ACC I'm sure they learned a lesson from what happened with the Pac-12 and they'll do what they can to correct those mistakes and try to keep it together now we know the bottom line is money and if they can come up with enough money to keep everyone satisfied that's what they'll do. They'll take notice of what happened with the Pac-12, and they'll try to get enough money together, get a TV deal, and whatever it takes to keep those teams in. And Florida State isn't necessarily a one team that can make it all fall apart, but it could be a domino effect where mm-hmm. if they leave, then other teams, they may be in that same mindset where they may want to leave. But if they wanted to leave and the other schools held together tight, they they could keep the ACC as is, but it's just bottom line. Once again, it's going to come back to money, and they're going to try to get the money together to, to keep it all together. Well, it's funny you bring up money because it, the issue uh, for State is what they described over the past year as not only growing revenue gaps with the SEC and Big Ten, which is expected to be $30 million annually for school, but disagreements over the way media rights money should be distributed within the ACC. Because it says, although the ACC adopted success initiatives to reward teams for performance in football and men's and women's basketball, Florida State has pushed for television money to be distributed unevenly based on media value to the conference to which the ACC had refused. Well, that, that's something that actually benefits Florida State yeah. if they are getting more of the share of it. And especially with what the ACC has done recently where they've added teams and those teams don't immediately get the same percentage of revenue sharing yeah I, i'm just laughing at uh you know the possibility of them going into you know, one of those situations or one of those conferences and you know wanting one of some one of those things and i just don't think they're going to get it uh i understand where, where they're coming from but that's kind of the uh the craziness and chaos of college football is not only do you have teams that are so vastly different but conferences as we see are completely and totally vastly different in how they handle things not only and uh, scheduling and all that but even with something as big as revenue, uh, it's not unanimous across the board and uniform on, on all these conferences. They do it different ways. So it'll be interesting to see what the falling out might be for Florida State. And they're a program, too. Yes, football is the biggest deal. And obviously, they have a lot of success going on with football right now. But, I mean, their basketball program has seen success. Men's basketball with Leonard Hamilton. Baseball, we know, has had, has had a lot of success, too. So it's not just like, oh, just football. Like Florida State it has been a great sports program and some of the biggest sports. And, you know, if they end up leaving the ACC, I know that there's going to be a lot of people trying to call them and try to get them to join. Their women's programs are really yeah. good. So they're they're good across the board. And they may have at one time been a school that would have been perfect for the Pac-12 because of all the different sports that they're involved in. But we know that, you know, geography is not necessarily a factor anymore. 
But at the time that they got the conferences together, that's just why they are where they are for now because, you know, they would have been perfect for the Pac-12, but that's cross-country. But now things like that don't matter anymore. Yeah, I mean, again, the chaos that continues to happen across the board in college football is just my favorite because it's like every single day it seems like whether it's the, about players, whether it's about teams, whether it's about coaches, or in this case where it's about entire programs, uh, college sports never seems to disappoint, especially during the offseason of crazy and madness things going on. So, uh, But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be interested to see how that, play, that one plays out. But uh, definitely uh, huge, significant news there in the, in the college football landscape. And also uh, in some big news, too, I, I continue to be fascinated from, as we talked about, Shohei Otani signing with the Dodgers and, you know, how big of a deal that was. And they've added a few other pieces. Well, they had one that, like, last night when this news broke, I was kind of curious because I hadn't really been paying attention as much as, you know, probably what I should. But, and I'm going to try to pronounce his name, but they, they signed uh, <laughs> Japanese star Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And uh, for those of you who uh, may not be aware, they the Dodgers signed him to a 12-year, $325 million contract, which, you know, if you combine that with the Shohei Otani, it's a billion dollars. But it's uh, ending a frenzy free agent with the largest deal for a pitcher in years and value in Major League Baseball. And the deal when L.A. will pay an additional $50.6 million posting fee to the Oryx Buffaloes, who was Yamamoto's previous team. Uh, it pushed the Dodgers' free agent spending this winter to more than a billion dollars. And they will have another great prospect in a, an elite pitcher, it looks to be, joining their team. So, wow. Other teams are going to see what the Dodgers did and kind of follow suit with that and and uh, replicate some of the spending in the way that they have. Now, it takes the players to be involved to do the deferred payments and and uh, make it all happen like that. But this is what Shohei Otani had in mind where he was thinking about signing other players that he would defer the money and that would free up some money for the Dodgers to be able to do that. Even though it's on their books for now and everybody sees that it is over a billion dollars. The fact is, they don't have to pay it out right now. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not going to be exactly like a deferred deal and uh, Otani's deal, but uh, Yamamoto, who had the pair of opouts in the contract, he's going to receive a $50 million signing bonus. So at least from the get-go, he's, he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. Uh, it does not contain, his contract does not contain any deferred money or anything like that to like what Otani had, but... Uh, apparently, this is the agreement to beat out Garrett Cole's $324 million guarantee of course. deal by the by just $1 million. It's almost <laughs> like Price is riding it. You know, it's like, oh, we just got to do one extra million dollars to say that you are the highest paid pitcher of all time in free agency. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I love that stuff, though. That's just that simple thing uh, is big. But uh, the Dodgers, so, I mean, my goodness, it's crazy. So, uh, teammates probably call them Moto. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, call yeah, Yamamoto. Moto. I'm going to call him Moto. Moto's, Moto's a lot easier to say, a lot easier to deal with. I mean, I know the expectation is always high for the Dodgers, but, man, it's like, I don't know how much higher it can be for winning a World Series and the, the, the team that they're putting together and the money that they're spending and the type of talent that they have assembled. And, again, I know it's always that expectation in a place like the Dodgers, but I don't know how, it's, how you can make it any higher than what it is right now. They're doing well. They they are hitting it hard in free agency. Yeah, which, again, if you're a Dodgers fan, you got to love. But uh, as my uh, buddy who is a Dodgers fan and my buddy who's a Cardinals fan, they like to talk trash a lot about it. And my buddy who's a Cardinals fan says, hey, you got the best team money can buy. That's all that matters. He's like, yep, we do. We do have the best team money can buy. And that, that doesn't necessarily buy championships either. Sometimes it works out. Other times it doesn't. And... It's one of those things, no matter how much money you spend, you're not going to win the championship every year. No. Because the, the, you know, just the weight of the season and how that weighs on teams, but also injuries are a factor. They're doing what they need to on the front end to try to make it happen. That doesn't mean it's happening. No, no. In fact, I would say that uh, there, I'm sure there's some sort of way of looking at it to the like, research thing, but as far as the teams that have spent the most money, each and every year, you know, how often is it that they're the ones that end up winning it all? Uh, it's probably a lot more rare than we even realize. But yeah, you, you still got to put it together. Injuries, you know, always going to play a factor into those things. So uh, yeah, it's they definitely have a lot of expectation, but they're probably going to do a lot of good in jersey sales at least, <laughs> at the minimum, for how many star power that they have over there. Well, that's the thing about it. You know, they're spending a lot of money, but they're going to bring a, a lot of money back into the organization. So 
you know, they're they're spending the money, trying to get the product on the field, trying to do everything they can to win. But at the same time, they realize they're going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And see, that's where I was so fascinated with the deferred money that Otani was getting and just wondering, like, how is that going to work? How is it all going to play out? But then when you start, you know, reading a lot of these articles that are written by experts in the field and, you know, cover college or Major League Baseball and everything, you start to really see how it does make sense and how much they'll make money just on him being there, just his appearance, just him existing on their team, how much money they're going to make to where it's it's going to make sense financially and it's not one of those deals that's going to, you know, go, make him go broke or anything like that. So it's really fascinating just to see how it played out, how they had him agree to it and and how it makes it a lot easier to get big-time players like Moto uh, to come in where you can afford it a little easier from the get-go and from the jump. So I, I'm, one, I'm just also going to be curious, the, fo- the future of uh, contracts in Major League Baseball, how many people are going to start trying to follow suit or do something similar to these things. They're going to benefit also with worldwide sales. Oh, they're yeah. not only going to see it here in the U.S., but they're going to see it worldwide and specifically right now a, a lot of jersey sales in Japan. Well, because I, I always think that, and I know they're from different countries and everything, but you know, I always think back to the impact that someone like Yao Ming had in the NBA for the game of basketball over there in China and in surrounding areas. It's like it, just him being there. He was a great player, but it's like him being there, just people may not have been as interested, but boom, it just blew up, and uh, the money and the, and the sales and the merchandising went through the roof, and that's kind of what is going to continue to happen with baseball with this, too, is, yeah, you don't even think about, oh, just Dodgers. It's not like just, oh, Dodgers fans across the country here and there are going to buy jerseys. Like, no, people worldwide are going to be buying jerseys for Shohei Otani and for Moto and for all these guys, too. So, uh, again, you want them to play well, you want to win World Series, but the amount of uh, money and marketing that they're going to bring in alone is going to be worth it, too. That's also a benefit of being on the West Coast. We talk a lot about, and we hear so much about East Coast bias, but you're on the West Coast, and there are some people in those earlier time zones that aren't paying attention to some of those later games for them, but you also benefit on the other part where with players like this, they want to stay as close as possible to where they're from. If, if they're from, you know, the part of the world, Japan, you know, the Asian countries, and they come over to play baseball, they want to stay as close to there as possible. Yeah. So if you're on the West Coast, that's a benefit from the teams that are on the West Coast because those are the teams that they want to play for. That's where they want to be. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier for them, too. Who knows? Maybe maybe if it really grows, they can get somebody a, a team out in Hawaii. You know, really get even closer out there and so start signing those guys. But, yeah, it, it, it all makes sense for the Dodgers, and they continue to just build this team. But just seeing that number, I think, is really wild of, uh, you know, two contracts in one offseason, a total for two players, a billion dollars. It's just something that people just really go eye, eye, uh, wide-eyed on. And I get it, because I mean, billion dollars is a lot of money to all of us. But for baseball and for those guys, it's going to be totally worth it, and they're going to have their money back. And especially if they win World Series, because then you know, if they have the winning to go along with it, it's just going to continue to grow that game too. He's 25 years old too. That's insane. Is how old is Otani around that too? Maybe he's, even younger. He's 29. So oh, 29. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. He's coming up on 30. Yeah. Somebody thought he was younger, but still. Yeah. In your 20s, got plenty of baseball left in you. That's for sure. But we're going to take a break, folks. We're live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Stop by and see us from 1 to 4 this afternoon. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about all the things happening in the sports world with what's trending coming up. We'll get some more of your phone calls and text messages. So continue to have some fun with us on Out of Bounds, broadcasting live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. During this time of faith and family, may the true meaning of Christmas fill you with joy. A time for remembering the past and hoping for the future. Amidst the Christmas carols, eggnog, cookies, and mounds of presents, may your heart be filled with contentment and the unique feeling of joy that the season brings. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. From everyone at Family Market, to you and your family, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. 
fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM, durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Don't miss out on new deals every day during Lowe's 25 Days of Deals. Right now, find gifts under $100, like the Craftsman V20 Drill Kit or Impact Driver Kit, just $59 each. And don't forget gift cards for everyone on your list. Shop online and pick up curbside for holiday shopping made easy. Because Lowe's knows deals every day. Valve through 1224, while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Just be natural. Try to roll around in it gracefully and not like a puppy. Maria's photography studio is zooming into a flurry of projects. Where did I put that memory card? She needs an assistant to keep business in focus. Hang on while I uh, change the external flash. Oh, Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Drive Time Sports Weekly with Randy and Rick, presented by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Alcoa Community FCU has rates as low as 3.99% with their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Hurry, offer ends January 31st. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Little Rock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Marv! Harry? Where the hell did you take your shoes off? Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? On 1037 The Buzz. Daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer Think he even did a little time in the slammer What was I thinking? She snuck out one night and met me by the front gate Her daddy came out waving that 12-gauge We tore out the drive, he peppered my tailgate What was I thinking? Oh, I knew there'd be hell to pay But that crossed my mind a little too late Cause I was thinking that a little white tank top sitting right there Been on our heels, pulled 
Pulled off the road and kicked it in four wheels Shut off the lights and tore through a cornfield What was I thinking? Out the other side she was hollering faster if you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make the trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value. Whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. You know exactly what you're shopping for. You can see it in different categories on GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see the entire selection there of specifically what you're shopping for. If you need a service, get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, guadneychevrolet.com. It is Out of Bounds. We are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Appreciate everybody listening in. Appreciate everybody coming out. It is a, a busy but fun atmosphere happening at Twin Peaks, and we're going to be out here at 4 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, happy hour starting at 2 o'clock, so just here in a few minutes is when happy hour really gets going, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right around the corner. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. And they have some great specials here during happy hour. Uh, drink specials are always low during happy hour and, and any of the other specials they have going on. But apps for 2 4 and $6, depending on which app you get, you're going to get a low price on the apps. So let's, uh, before we get to what's in the world of sports, I believe we have uh, Chuck in Little Rock who's on the line. What's going on, Chuck? Oh, so I uh, just wanted to get y'all thoughts on this this bold prediction that was made from somewhat of a, a insider with the Razorback basketball team. So uh, they predicted that the team will go about 9-9 in conference and will not make the NCAA tournament. And then after the season, there's going to be a shakeup in coaching where the uh, coach from UCLA, Mike Cronin, will go over to the Louisville job and guess who takes the UCLA job? Yeah, <laughs> uh, put him back close to San Diego, huh? <laughs> it's also mad. <laughs> uh, hey, nothing would be a surprise, though. Anything that happens in college sports. Nothing ever surprises. Yeah, it, it, it made a lot of sense, especially when I was researching uh, Mike. You know, he was an assistant over there at Louisville, so I would assume they would welcome him back with open arms, which would definitely make make that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how, how loyal Mus is to the state of Arkansas. Well, uh, just to let the record show, once again, we did not do that. Uh, so our great phone lines ever. We're working to get fixed, folks. We're going to get fixed. But appreciate uh, appreciate Chuck calling in. And uh, we have a few other things, too, as far as uh, some things that are popping in the world of sports. So let's talk about what's trending. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? How about this? Because uh, we already talked about Arkansas Think Care business and basketball last night by a final score of 83-73 over Abilene Christian. And we also mentioned uh, the Florida State news and the ACC as they're looking to move on and get out of the ACC. But this is really the story that I care the most about. The New England Patriots coach, Bill Belichick, says that the kicking footballs that were used in the first half of Sunday's 27-17 loss to the Chiefs were, quote, underinflated by two, two and a half pounds as he deferred to the NFL as to why that was the case for both teams, where he also says, quote, we don't have anything to do with it. Were we aware of it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, he would know. As I understand it, they were all the same. I don't know what the explanation is. It was the same for both teams. He, he would know that they were underinflated. Mm-hmm. He definitely would know that. But 
No, it's funny. Some of the the questions that he has to answer, and then some of the answers that he comes up with. Some that some that he actually will elaborate on at this time of the year because usually he would not elaborate to that extent. It's more about his job, and of course he's not going to elaborate on that. Of course, there was a a funny exchange here recently where he's just like, "Ask Mr. Kraft." Because they were asking about about his job security and if he wanted to be there any longer, and he said, "Yeah, I, you know, I want to be here, but it's not my decision." Ask Mr. Kraft. Ask Mr. Kraft. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think that uh, Bob Kraft does like what Jerry Jones does and does a weekly radio spot, does he? Where people can ask him questions like that. That's something that I don't work. think he does a weekly. He may, but Jerry does a weekly. He yeah. does a post game. He he does. A number of things, but yeah, there are ways that Robert Kraft has been, you know, you're able to get to him and ask him questions like when he was on the Pat McAfee show, mm-hmm. um, and Pat McAfee put him in a in a, uh, by, a bad spot at the time where, you know, putting something out there in front of him, that was tough, but um, yeah, there, there are times when he's in front of the media, but definitely not to the extent of what Jerry does. No, no, I don't think anybody could ever get to the extent of what Jerry does, but... Uh, it would be funny if uh, they ever had some questions that they could ask him and yeah, talk to him about some of the things that Bill Belichick wants to need to be asked about. Uh, but also, the Atlanta Falcons, real quick before we hit the break, uh, the NFL has fined the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons $75,000 and Coach Arthur Smith for $25,000 for its handling of the team's injury report before the Week 7 game against Tampa Bay back in October. As they investigated and found out uh, that the Falcons after B. John Robinson was not listed on the injury report, but barely played in the team's six. 13 went over the Bucks and told reporters after the game he had been suffering from an illness and headache. So, $100,000 total fine between the Falcons and also Arthur Smith. Wait a minute. So, they got fined, but the Bengals, there was nothing that happened with them? That there, it's it's so inconsistent. It is. When it comes to things like that. I mean, it almost reminds me of, uh, you know, kind of college football punishments and getting like stuff. It's like, oh, this seems so painfully obvious. Nothing happens. This seems like kind of like whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, you get fine. It's like, how does that make sense? How does that work? But it doesn't make sense at all. No. Hey, that's that's what happens. They had, to, they had to come down and bring the hammer down on the Falcons and Arthur Smith, Smith apparently. But uh, we'll have some other headlines to get into. But we're going to take a top of the hour update when we come back. We'll have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us. Talk a little bit about everything Arkansas with him. And we'll keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on an Easy Friday show live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. So stay with us. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great